We've recently had some podcasts and discussed the concept of overcoming resistance within billing departments on implementation and using analytic systems. And I wanted to follow up on that because I think there's a lot of different aspects to this and it isn't all overcoming resistance. It isn't just that people are resistant to using it. I think this is a fairly deep and complex issue that involves everything from fear to lack of training to what, and we're going to dive into this a little more, I think. So, but the question is, why are there so many issues with implementing and successfully utilizing analytic systems in revenue cycle management? How do we get buy-in? Ultimately, how do we get success? And obviously, this is important to our business because we want people to use the products that we deploy. Um, but also, it's important to the industry. I mean, how do we utilize data in order to be more successful and to move forward? And we are somewhat evangelical in that mission and trying to prove it. I mean, that's why we're doing all of this. It isn't just to make money. Um, our team has been successful in the past, so mm-hmm. we're doing okay. But we just we want to change things. We want to improve things. We want people to to make progress. So. One of the things we've noticed is that we're getting a breakdown in success in two primary places. The first one is early on in implementation, where we've got buy-in from the executive team, owners, whatever it might be, and we have a HIPAA BAA signed, and we don't end up getting data. And if you don't have data, then obviously there's no implementation, nothing goes forward. The second one is at the analytics stage where we've gotten data, we've deployed the system, we've got people presumably using the system, and we have success in one part of it, which is using the denials management workflow routing application or module of that. But there isn't really strong uptake of utilization on the analytics portion of our denials management. So when it comes to the implementation side, it seems like we haven't gotten buy-in from the organization sufficiently. This is at least my thought at this moment. Um, and it seems to be at the owner executive level. And the reason why I say that is because they commit resources. and <clears throat> But it may be that some combination of training, automation, trust, or other things derail us fully getting data. So... The clients, because there's been some buy-in at the owner executive level, provide resources in order to get data for us in order to load into denials management or data warehousing, whatever it might be. But in this case, we're talking about denials management. A building manager typically may spend several hours unsuccessfully getting data for us, and eventually they give up and it sort of fades to black. And we they sort of go away. We don't hear from them again. Or at least for some period of time. Sometimes then they come back several months later and say, hey, what happened? (laughs) Like, well, you didn't do anything. (laughs) We can't do anything without data. So nothing happened. Um, And if it's a system that we know really well, we can train the individuals, we can automate, we can do things to make sure that we get the data so that those clients don't have to spend all that time wandering around in the dark, trying to figure out where in their systems can they find these things. Because the reporting frequently stinks in a lot of billing systems and practice management systems, admittedly. And when I say billing stinks, there's a lot of different ways something can stink. So in this particular aspect, I'm referring to the ability to find a report that gives you exactly what you need. It doesn't mean the report doesn't exist. It doesn't mean the report isn't there. I mean, Typically, we're talking about something fairly simple, like a charges detail report. It's just that finding the report that actually includes the right fields 
can be really hard, can take hours, or maybe it's not even there. I mean, maybe it requires a custom report. Who knows? But I mean, like that process of if I haven't found it in a couple hours, is it because I just haven't found it yet or because it's not there? It becomes very difficult, right? Um, but if we know the system well, um, we can, for example, let's say you have eClinical Works, we can tell you exactly where to go into their online reporting. Um, and to find the right charges detail report. And if we say, you know, go through this trial, click this, do this, do this, get this, pull this report. Um, and then we can do the same, for example, if somebody has Trizetto or Gateway, because again, eClinical Works and most other systems don't have denials information in their reports. We can't get those denial codes. <clears throat> but if you're using Trizetto Gateway as the clearinghouse, we can tell you exactly what to do to get the 835s and go through that steps. And but that is still a lot of work for a billing manager to do, but typically at least that can happen. But if it's not a system that we know that intimately and that well to be able to automate or make it really simple and easy for a client to go through those steps, then it frequently doesn't work. And the ways in which we have been successful with clients, the ones more recently that have been successful are the ones where the clients have given us access to their systems. But this requires a lot of trust. And many organizations have a generalized fear around someone seeing or accessing their data or their systems. And for the most part, I don't think this makes a lot of sense because if you're going to give us all of your data for analytics, we're going to see it all anyways, right? But somehow going into the systems is scarier, like your clearinghouse or your billing system. Now, most systems should have permissions set up such that if you give us access to the system, you can set it up so that we cannot submit claims if that is the fear. But of course, we wouldn't submit claims anyways. I mean, we're, we're not going to enter claims you know, like fake. I mean, I don't, I don't even understand what the motivation or how. I mean, there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there in the world. And the ones that I think have some value are the ones where it makes sense the motivation why somebody might do that. Like, might a pharmaceutical company um, have a incentive to sell a very expensive uh, treatment of something where there is actually a cheap or free alternative? Sure, absolutely. Um, that I could see happening. But is there really an incentive to, you know, who has a financial incentive in pretending that we got to the moon when we didn't? I mean, I, those kind of things just don't make any sense. So why on earth would an analytics company want to create and submit fake claims? I mean, like, how would we benefit by that in any way? I mean, it doesn't even make any sense to me. But understanding that fear set up the permissions so that don't have to do that, right? Um, so that's really where we've been the most successful is taking it out of the hands of the billing manager or the person who's assigned within the organization because if they flounder around for a few hours trying to find data and they're not successful, they're busy, they don't have a lot of time, they're already overworked, like there's already too many things that aren't getting done that they need to get done, you know, to spend a lot of time doing that it's not just the amount of time involved, but it's the uncertain outcome. I might spend a lot of time doing all this and still not get the data in what goes through the heads. So why should I bother, right? So that's what we've suggested is, you know, if it's a system we know really well, great, we can give you the steps. If not, you know, give access and let somebody in there to go do all the work for you to find it. And then, you know, then you're insured of success and implementation.